0: We will be following a Bible reading calendar that provides for reading the whole Bible in a year that was created by Minister Robert Murray McShane for his congregation back in 1842. And that has been a part of my daily reading for over six years now. Good morning and welcome to the Faith Comes From Hearing podcast. I'm Wayne Floyd, your host, and we're out here in the des- southwest or southeast desert of Arizona. Um, I'm here to bring you, uh, the word of God. Um, we're going to be reading from the scripture. We're going to be dealing with, uh, Puritan prayers and Charles Haddon Spurgeon's morning and evening devotional. We'll do the morning devotional for today. So, uh, yeah, and I I actually was able to get up this morning and I actually have coffee, uh, which I'm very grateful for. Um, as you noticed yesterday, I got kind of choked up a little bit had not had time for the coffee to burn um, the gunk out of my throat. So, uh, and, uh, very much enjoy my morning coffee. Um, it is the Black Rifle Coffee Company's, uh, just decaf. Um, unfortunately, as I've gotten older, as much as I liked caffeinated coffee, I can't quite take it anymore. Um, it drives my blood pressure nuts. So, uh, yeah, that's what comes with age. But, um, experience comes with age too, So, uh, I really wouldn't trade it with the stories I have that my kids even grown still go, wow. So, um, let's go ahead and get started. Uh, again, we'll be starting with the Puritan prayers from Valley of vision again, as I've said each episode. Um, and I'll probably keep saying, cause I tend to be a little repetitive. Um, the Valley of vision can be gotten. You can get yourself a hard copy from Banner of Truth and I would definitely recommend it. Um, it is wonderful. It is a collection of Puritan prayers. Um, just such a group of godly men that wrote these um, and they're so helpful with with getting my head and 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 it's true for most people I've talked to with it. Getting getting your head, getting your outlook, um, focused on God, focused on the spiritual, not on the temporal. So it does a very good job of doing that. Um, so I would definitely recommend them. Um, well, having an earphone issue here. So, yeah, all right, got that fixed. Technical difficulties. That's what happens on a, on a you know, shoestring <laughs> podcast here. So, um, and like I've said, each morning, we're going to do, uh, the first few of the prayers resting on God and grace and trials. I read them every morning. Um, I was doing that before I started the podcast. I do that every morning. As I've said before, they tend to help me again, to get my head back on the things of God and to remind me of God's sovereignty and that, 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 that I should rest on God, I shouldn't rest on my own abilities. I rest on his. Um, I rest on the work of the Holy Spirit within me um, because the trials what what he puts out there, they will be to test me, but he only only what he's going to test me with is that which will bring me to a point of humility, a point of humbleness, to where I don't trust in myself. I don't trust in my own righteousness. I don't trust in my own capabilities, but I trust in God. And that's what these two remind me of that every morning, Um, which in the world we're in right now and in what we see daily from the news and everything else tends to help to get you to the right place mentally to go get through the day and get through it in a Christian manner. So again, we'll be starting with resting on God. Oh God, most high, most glorious. The thought of thine infinite serenity cheers me for I am toiling and moiling, trumpled and distressed. But thou art forever at perfect peace. Thy designs cause thee no fear or care of unfulfillment. They stand fast as the eternal hills. Thy power knows no bond, thy goodness no stint. Thou bringest order out of confusion, and my defeats are thy victories. The Lord God omnipotent reigneth. I come to thee as a sinner with cares and sorrows, to leave every concern entirely to thee, every sin calling for Christ's precious blood. Revive deep spirituality in my heart. Let me live near to the great shepherd. Hear his voice. Know its tones. Follow its calls. Keep me from deception by causing me to abide in the truth. From harm by helping me to walk in the power of the Spirit. Give me intenser faith in the eternal verities. burning into me by experience the things I know. Let me never be ashamed of the truth of the gospel. That I may bear its reproach. Vindicate it see Jesus as its essence, knowing it the power of the Spirit. Lord, help me, for I am often lukewarm and chill. Unbelief mars my confidence. Sin makes me forget Thee. Let the weeds that grow in my soul be cut at their roots. Grant me to know that I truly live only when I live to Thee, that all else is trifling. Thy presence alone can make me holy, devout, strong, and happy. Abide in me, gracious God. And now Grayson Trials, and I'm going to take another sip of my coffee. By the way, no, Black Rifle Coffee Company is not a supporter of this channel. Um, I just happened to mention it and I'll I'll fess up. I purchased theirs because I also am a veteran and I like to support veteran owned businesses. So Um, all right, Grayson Trials. Father of mercies, hear me for Jesus' sake. I am sinful even in my closest walk with thee. It is of thy mercy I died not long ago. Thy grace has given me faith in the cross, by which thou hast reconciled thyself to me and me to thee, drawing me by thy great love, reckoning me as innocent in Christ, though guilty in myself. Giver of all graces, I look to thee for strength to maintain them in me for it is hard to practice what I believe. Strengthen me against temptations. My heart is an unexhausted fountain of sin, a river of corruption since childhood days, flowing on in every pattern of behavior. Thou hast disarmed me of the means in which I trusted, and I have no strength but in thee. Thou alone canst hold back my evil ways, but without thy grace to sustain me, I fall. Satan's darts quickly inflame me, and the shield that should quench them easily drops from my hand. Empower me against his wiles and assaults. Keep me sensible of my weakness and of my dependence upon thy strength. Let every trial teach me more of thy peace, more of thy love. Thy Holy Spirit is given to increase thy graces, and I cannot preserve or improve them unless he works continually in me. May he confirm my trust in thy promised help, and let me walk humbly in dependence upon thee, for Jesus' sake. And finally, this is Fifth Day morning, Thursday being the fifth day of the week. Uh, fifth Day morning, it's called The Giver. Creator, upholder, and proprietor of all things, we cannot escape from Thy presence and control, nor do we desire to do so. Our privilege is to be under the agency of Thy omnipotence, righteousness, wisdom, patience, mercy, and grace. For thou art love with more than parental affection. We admire thy goodness, stand in awe of thy power, abase ourselves before thy purity. It is the discovery of thy goodness alone that can banish our fear, allure us into thy presence, help us to bewail and confess our sins. We review our past guilt and are conscious of present unworthiness. We bless thee that thy steadfast love and attributes are essential to our happiness and hope. Thou hast witnessed to us Thy grace and mercy, and the bounties of nature, and the fullness of Thy providence, and the revelations of Scripture, and the gift of Thy Son, and the proclamation of the Gospel. Make us willing to be saved in Thy own way, perceiving nothing in ourselves, but all in Jesus. Help us not only to receive Him, but to walk in Him. Depend upon Him. Commune with Him. Follow Him as dear children, in perfect but still pressing forward, not complaining of labor, but valuing rest, not murmuring under trials, but thankful for our state. And by so doing, let us silence the ignorance of foolish men. All right, that concludes our Puritan prayers for this morning. And excuse me, I'm gonna take some more coffee. Got to get the morning gunk out of my throat. throat. All right, Spurgeon's morning and evening. We're doing morning for September 8 2022. The verse for it is Hosea 14 8. Ephraim shall say, What have I to do anymore with idols? I have heard him and observed him. I am like a green fir tree from me is thy fruit found. Our fruit is found from our God as to union. The fruit of the branch is directly traceable to the root. Sever the connection, the branch dies, and no fruit is produced. By virtue of our union with Christ, we bring forth fruit. Every bunch of grapes has been first in the root. It has passed through the stem, and flowed through the sap vessels, and fashioned itself externally into fruit. But it was first in the stem, so also every good work was first in Christ and then is brought forth in us o oh, christian prize the precious union to christ for it must be the source of all the fruitfulness which thou canst hope to know if thou wert not joined to jesus christ thou wouldst be a barren bough indeed excuse me <clears throat> our fruit comes from god as to spiritual providence when the dew drops fall from heaven when the cloud looks down from on high and is about to distill distill its liquid treasure. When the bright sun swells the berries of the cluster, each heavenly boon may whisper to the tree and say, From me is thy fruit found. The fruit owes much to the root. That is essential to fruitfulness, but it owes very much also to the external influences. How much we owe to God's grace, providence, in which he provides us constantly with quickening, teaching, consolation, strength, or whatever else we want to this we owe our all of usefulness or virtue our fruit comes from God as to wise husbandry the gardener's sharp-edged knife promotes the fruitfulness of the tree by thinning the clusters and by cutting off superfluous shoots so is it Christian with that pruning which the Lord gives to thee my father is the husbandman every branch in me that beareth not fruit he taketh away And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Since our God is the author of our spiritual graces, let us give to him all the glory of our salvation. And that's our Spurgeon morning and evening for today. Now we're going to get into our reading. Our reading again comes from Robert Murray McShane's Read the Bible in a Year plan that he wrote for his congregation back in the 19th century. Uh, We're going to be reading today 2 Samuel 2. 1 Corinthians 13, Ezekiel 11, and Psalm 50. So 2 Samuel 2. Now it happened afterwards that David asked of Yahweh, saying, Shall I go up to one of the cities of Judah? And Yahweh said to him, Go up. So David said, Where shall I go? And he said, To Hebron. So David went up there, and his two wives also. I know him, the Jezreelitess, and Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite and David brought up his men who were with him, each with his household. And they lived in the city of Hebron. Then the men of Judah came and there anointed David king over the house of Judah. And they told David saying, <clears throat> it was the men of Jabesh Gilead who buried Saul. And David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead and said to them, may you be blessed of Yahweh because you have shown this loving kindness with your Lord, with Saul, And have buried him. So now may Yahweh show loving kindness and truth to you. And I also will show this goodness to you. Because you have done this thing. So now let your hands be strong and be valiant. For Saul your lord is dead. And also the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. Now Abner the son of Ner. Commander of Saul's army. Just a minute. Had taken so sorry, I'll start back from the beginning of that verse. That's verse uh 2 Samuel 2 verse 8. Now Abner, the son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, had taken Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim. And he made him king over Gilead, over the Asherites, over Jezreel, over Ephraim, and over Benjamin, even over all Israel. Ishbosheth, Saul's son, was 40 years old when he became king over Israel and he was king for two years. The house of Judah, however, followed David, and the time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Now Abner, the son of Ner, went out from Mahanam to Gibeon with the servants of Ishbosheth the son of Saul. And Joab, the son of Zeruiah, and the servants of David went out and met them by the pool of Gibeon. And they sat down, one on the one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the pool. Then Abner said to Joab, Now let the young men arise and hold a contest before us. And Joab said, Let them arise. So they went so they arose and went over by count twelve for Benjamin, and Ishbosheth the son of Saul, and twelve of the servants of David. And each one of them seized his opponent by the head and thrust his sword in his opponent's side. So they fell down together. <clears throat> Therefore that place was called Helkath Hazarim which is in Gibeon, and and that day the battle was very severe, and Abner and the men of Israel were defeated before the servants of David. Now the three sons of Zeruiah were there, Joab and Abishai and Asahel, and Asahel was as swift-footed as one of the gazelles which is in the field, and Asahel pursued Abner and did not turn to the right or to the left from following Abner. Then Abner turned to look behind him and said, Is that you, Asahel? then he answered it is I so Abner said to him turn to your right or to your left and seize one of the young men for yourselves and take for yourself his spoil but Asahel was not willing to turn aside from following him and Abner repeated again to Asahel turn aside from following me why should I strike you to the ground how then could I lift up my face to your brother Joab however he refused to turn aside Therefore Abner struck him in the belly with the butt end of the spear, so that the spear came out his back, and he fell there and died on the spot. And it happened that all who came to the place where Asahel had fallen and died stood still. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner. Now the sun was going down, and they came to the hill of Amma, which is in the front of Jia, by the way of the wilderness of Gibeon. And the sons of Benjamin gathered together behind Abner and became one band, and they stood on the top of a certain hill. Then Abner called to Joab and said, Shall the sword devour forever? Do you not know that it will be bitter in the end? How long will you refrain from telling the people to turn back from following their brothers? And Joab said, As God lives, if you had not spoken, surely then the people would have only gone away in the morning, each from following his brother. So Joab blew the trumpet, and all the people stood still and pursued Israel no longer, nor did they continue to fight any more. But Abner and his men then went through the Ereba all that night, so they crossed the Jordan, walked all morning, and came to Mahanaim. Now Joab returned from following Abner, and he had gathered all the people together, and nineteen of David's servants beside Asahel were missing. But the servants of David had struck down many of Benjamin, and Abner's men, so that 360 men died. And they took up Asahel and buried him in his father's tomb, which was in Bethlehem. Then Joab and his men went all night until the day dawned at Hebron. And now, 1 Corinthians 13. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. And if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I surrender my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Love is patient, love is kind, is not jealous, does not brag, is not puffed up. It does not act unbecomingly, does not seek its own, is not provoked, does not take into account a wrong suffered. It does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, It will be done away for we know in part and we prophesy in part but when the perfect comes the partial will be done away when I was a child I used to speak like a child think like a child reason like a child when I became a man I did away with childish things for now we see in a mirror dimly but then face to face now I know in part but then I will know fully just as I also have been fully known. But now abide, faith, hope, love, these three. But the greatest of these is love. And Ezekiel 11. (sighs) Take another drink of coffee. Okay, Ezekiel 11. Moreover, the spirit lifted me up and brought me to the east gate of the house of Yahweh, which faced eastward. And behold, at the entrance of the gate, there were twenty-five men, and I saw among them Jazaniah, son of Azur, and Pel- Pelatiah, son of Benaiah, officials of the people. He said to me, Son of man, these are the men who devise wickedness and give evil counsel in this city, who say, The time is not near to build houses. The city is the pot and we are the flesh therefore prophesy against them son of man prophesy then the spirit of Yahweh fell upon me and he said to me say thus says Yahweh so you say house of Israel for I know what comes up in your spirit you have multiplied your slain in this city and you have filled its street with streets with them therefore thus says Lord Yahweh your slain whom you have laid in the midst of the city are the flesh and this city is the pot, but I will bring you out of it. You have feared a sword, so a sword I will bring upon you, Lord Yahweh declares, and I will bring you out of the midst of the city and give you into the hands of strangers and execute judgments against you. You will fall by the sword. It will judge you to the border of Israel, so you shall know that I am Yahweh. The city will not be a pot for you, nor will you be flesh in the midst of it. But I will judge you to the border of Israel thus you will know that I am Yahweh for you have not walked in my statutes nor have you executed my judgments but have executed according to the judgments of the judgments of the nations around you now it happened as I prophesied that Pelletia son of Benaiah died then I fell on my face and cried out with a loud voice and said alas Lord Yahweh will you bring the remnant of Israel to complete destruction then the word of Yahweh came to me, saying, Son of man, your brothers, your relatives, your fellow exiles, and the whole house of Israel, all of all of them are those to whom the inhabitants of Jerusalem have said, Go far from Yahweh, this land has been given to us as a possession. Therefore say, Thus says Lord Yahweh, Though I had removed them far away among the nations, and though I had scattered them among the countries, yet, I was a sanctuary for them, a little while in the countries where they had gone. Therefore say, Thus says Lord Yahweh, I will gather you from the peoples and assemble you out of the countries among which you have been scattered, and I will give you the land of Israel. When they come there, they will remove all its detestable things and all its abominations from it, and I will give them one heart and give within them a new spirit, and I will take the heart of stone out of their flesh and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. Then they will be my people, and I shall be their God. But as for those whose hearts walk after their detestable things and abominations, I will give what is due for their way on their heads, declares Lord, Lord Yahweh. Then the cherubim lifted up their wings with the wheels beside them, and the glory of the Lord of Israel hovered over them. The glory of Yahweh went up from the midst of the city, And stood over the mountain, which is east of the city. Now the spirit lifted me up and brought me in a vision by the spirit of God to the exiles in Chaldea. So the vision that I had seen went up and away from me. Then I told the exiles all the things that Yahweh had shown me. And finally, Psalm 50. The mighty one, God, Yahweh, has spoken and called the earth from the rising of the Sun to its setting out of Zion the perfection of beauty God has shown forth may our God come and not be silent fire devours before him and a storm whirls around him he calls the heavens above and the earth to render justice to his people gather my holy ones to me those who have cut a covenant with me by sacrifice and the heavens declare his righteousness for God himself is judge Hear, O my people, and I will speak. O Israel, I will testify against you. I am God, your God. I do not reprove you for your sacrifices, and your burnt offerings are continually before me. I shall take no young bull out of your house, nor male goats out of your folds. For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills. I know every bird of the mountains, and everything that moves in the field is mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine, as well as its fullness. Shall I eat the flesh of bulls, or drink the blood of male goats? Offer to God a sacrifice of thanksgiving, and pay your vows to the Most High. Call upon me in the day of distress. I shall rescue you, and you will glorify me. But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to recount my statutes, and to take covenant in your mouth? for you hate discipline and you cast my words behind you when you see a thief you are pleased with him and you associate with adulterers you let your mouth loose an evil and your heart and you harness your tongue for deceit you sit and speak against your brother you slander your own mother's son these things you have done and I kept silent you thought that I was just like you I will reprove you and state the case in order before your eyes Now consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you in pieces and there will be none to deliver. He who offers a sacrifice of thanksgiving glorifies me and he who orders his way, I shall show the salvation of God. Amen. And that is our reading for the day. Again, I I, uh, hope this reading that I've been doing um, is beneficial to you. I hope it, uh, I hope and I pray that it lifts you up, that it edifies you, that it equips you in your walk with Christ. Um, and for those of you who aren't saved, I I, I, I hope that it and I pray that it, it will engender something within you. It will it will drive you to get hold of a Bible to open it up to get into it, to to get into prayer, to truly pray to God, that, that, that you would be saved, to pray to God, to forgive you of your sins, and to send the Holy Spirit to you, to do a mighty work within you, to bring you to a point of regeneration, as Ezekiel said in the Ezekiel 11 that we read this morning, to remove the heart of stone that we all had prior to coming to a saving faith in Christ, and replace it with a heart of flesh a heart that can be melded by the scriptures, can be melded and shaped and refined by the word of God so that we would truly be able to walk like Christ, to be able to have a Christ-like walk. And I would truly pray that for you. Um, as I've said before, 10 out of 10 people die and 10 out of 10 people face are going to face judgment and 10 out of 10 are going to have an eternal life And only those that are saved are going to have Christ standing beside them as an, as an advocate. And only those that are saved are going to have an eternity in heaven. The rest will have an eternity in hell and will face the wrath of God. And there is nothing more fearful than to face the just wrath of God. And that that's what you've got to remember. It's just. You deserve it. And we deserve it. We all deserve it outside of the grace of God. We all deserve it outside of the saving work, the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So I would beg you to please turn and come to a saving faith in Christ. Let us pray. Gracious Heavenly Father, again this morning, I'm so grateful that, uh, one, I actually opened my eyes on the day and I'm able to live one more day for you. And Lord, I would pray that this, this reading through the prayers, through the a daily devotional through the scriptures would edify myself and would edify any that would hear, that that it would equip them, it would edify them, it would convict them, it would put them on their knees in a humble manner, placing themselves solely on you, that it would bring them to a point of mortifying their sins and placing them at the foot of the cross and turning from them in repentance and walking away from them and walking and a truly Christian walk. Lord, I would pray that for all of us, that we would truly be your witnesses in this world. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening with me and uh, I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, And I would definitely say whatever you do today, do it to the glory of God. God bless you.